Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Coco Express, part of the Blog Talk Radio Network. Your host on the Coco Express is Aurelia Lyles. She's all about keeping it real. Great guests, interesting topics. So get on board. Listen, learn, live. Welcome to the Coco Express Show Network for Saturday, the 21st of March, 2015, and it's time for us to bring to you Paradigm Shifters with Marilyn Ocasio and Steve Duncanson. Paradigm Shifters. Principles for Life and Success. Hosted by motivationalist Steve Duncanson. Please leave your message for 631433 Hey, it appears that we have lost Steve, but Marilyn is here. Hey, Marilyn, how are you doing today? Hi, Lily. I'm doing wonderful. How about yourself? I'm doing great, 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 great. I don't know where Steve went. He ran. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to be in the process of getting him back, and I guess you can introduce our subject for today. Um, The theme is, is what you know blocking what you can learn. Okay, very well. So I want to welcome all our listeners until uh, we can see. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. So I think it's really interesting to know that uh, what we know are things that are blocking us. And um, sometimes we don't even realize uh, that we ourselves is what is getting in our Please own- leave your message for 631433844. So we we get in our own way. And we become conditioned from our past as we are children. When we are children, we we are born from the source of love. And that's all we know and that's all that is real. Okay. Now, okay, when when... When we discuss topics like, you know, like this, like what you know is blocking what you can learn, I sometimes feel that um, it, it not only does it start when we're kids, you know, because basically what we learn is not what we learn. What we learn is what we have been taught to know, and it's, you know, it's conditioned behavior. It's like generational stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you were taught to, let's just say, wash the dishes after each meal, Okay, then as you grow up and become an adult and you're in a certain circumstance where you have a housekeeper, you don't have to wash the dishes after you eat each meal, but you were taught to wash the dishes after each meal. So you have to kind of train yourself to do something differently. And if you don't want to train yourself, um, it can be blocking your success, you know, your your advancement, your movement to something better. Yes, we we become programmed. It's what it is, and uh, so most of us are walking around on autopilot, and we become uh, so centered in our busy daily lives that 
we forget who we truly are and we don't take the time to do the things that we need to do in order to unlearn what we've learned. So as you mentioned, okay, so we learn as a child to do certain things in a certain way. It may be a task or a routine or something along the line where we have been trained in a certain way. So we become accustomed to that. We become accustomed to our culture. We become accustomed to our environment. So that is the path that leads us along the way. Uh, People go into a certain career because that is what they've learned. That is what they learned from their parents. That is what people are telling them what to do. But somewhere in your heart you have something else telling you that that's not who you truly are, that you really want to be in another place. And, you know, we... We realize certain things in in our 30s, our 40s, and we realize that we're not in the place where we are, uh, where we want to truly be. It's not who we truly are. And just because your name is uh, Aurelia and I'm Marilyn, and it's I'm I'm not really Marilyn. You're not. It's what we were named, but who are we really? Who is our spirit, our being? And that's what we. That's the core, and that's what we want to get at, and that's what we forget. That is what is unlearned. That that we are a spiritual being having a, a, a life experience on this earth. So why not take the time and, and reflect on who I really am? What is it that I, that I have to unlearn? What are the things that I learned that it doesn't feel right to me? It doesn't feel like it's an alignment. And I want to I take a change. I want to, of course, and follow what your spirit is telling you. So, Aurelia, I would like you to give me some, you know, or give us and the audience some input on on what I've just said about, um, you know, when you realize something doesn't feel right, you know, what, along those lines, what are the things that, um, or in any experiences or any thoughts that you want to share? Sure. Um, I can give you a a true experience. Um, There, I had a job and in that job, it just didn't feel right. It didn't feel comfortable. It just made me feel physically ill. But I went to that job every day because I was taught that you have to go to work every day. They didn't teach me that I had to like what I do. They taught me that I had to go to work every day. And in doing that, I was really, really, you know, clock killing myself and watching the clock every day, wishing away my um, weekends and stuff. And um, Steve is back with us, wishing away my week week so that I can get to the weekend. And, and what I came to understand was that you can have a job that you love and yes. you can, uh, you know, enjoy being going to work every day. And it may not be the traditional hours and it may not even be the traditional job, but I had to learn that. And I had right. to stop thinking that it was just this particular way. So I'm going right. to let you and Steve take it away from there. Yeah, and Steve, what I want Steve to, to I want him to recap on, uh, I think it was in our last segment when you spoke about I am, because I really believe that this is all part of it about saying who we are and who we truly are and finding uh, out and discovering our true being. So maybe we can take it from there, Steve. Hello, everyone. Are you able to hear me? Perfect. Oh, okay. All right. I. My apologies. I don't know what happened. I just couldn't get back through on the other lines. But uh, uh, that's the, the positive thing about having competent people in place. The show, one monkey don't spoil no show. So uh, I'm glad you guys carried on. Uh, 
and the, the points you were bringing up, uh, Marilyn and, and Aurelia, with regard to um, learning and, and unlearning and about tapping into who you, who you really are, being clear on that, uh, I, I believe all those are, are valid points. If there are things sometimes that, uh, one of the things that stops us from learning is what we believe we already know. Uh, and uh, and whether what we already know is true or not, it's what we know and what we've accepted. Um, and that could sometimes block us from learning something new. Right? Um, I had an experience a couple of weeks ago. I was in a, uh, a training seminar, and uh, we did an exercise that I had done before. And many times, I, I was a participant in this training exercise. Uh, however, I had many times facilitated it before going to this seminar i said to myself i'm going to suspend my knowing uh and uh i'm not going to over participate because i want to give other people an opportunity so when it came time for this particular exercise i sat back quietly and said well hey let everybody else figure it out because i already know um and there was another inherent issue in me sitting back and allowing other people to uh, to do something that uh, the long and short because I didn't participate it caused them not to be successful in the exercise. In other words, I was sitting there with the answer and didn't give the answer because I didn't want to um, I didn't want to participate for whatever my reasons were. Right, but be that as it may, the, the now I already knew the solution to the exercise because I had seen it a certain way in the past. But the way they did the solution was different from the way I approached it. In other words, it didn't look like what I already knew. And because it didn't look like what I already knew, it blocked me from learning something new. In other words, what I already knew blocked me from learning something new. And how many times did that happen in the course of our lives where we allow our either uh, preconceived notions or our opinions of someone or something to block us from being able to gain new knowledge, new revelation, um, even at a higher level. We're blocked by what we know sometimes. And uh, we just to think about different areas of our life where that takes place and to challenge ourselves. So we, you know, the, the, the natural parallel is about if you have a glass of water, the only way to get more water in that glass is to empty out what's already in it. Once it has become full, whatever you pour in it becomes wasted. Right? It can't go in. It, it's of no effect. What has to happen, it has to, it has to truly be emptied. Uh, and then, the, then you're in the position, it's in the position to receive more. And I believe that's the same for, for us. How many times have we allowed our experiences with people from the past to color um, our relationship with others or even color or block us from a relationship with that individual moving forward based on what we believe we already knew. Mm -hmm. So, again, the point is about not allowing what we know, already knew, to keep us from learning something new. And where does that show up in the various areas and aspects of our lives? Even as it relates to what you know about yourself. Uh, it was something very interesting with self-knowledge. 
self-knowledge comes in relationship with other people. I talked about this a little bit in the Facebook post I did this week, that self-knowledge comes from knowing other people. The thing is, self-definition doesn't come from other people. In other words, some, sometimes we think we're a certain way. We're not necessarily the way we think we are. I talked about before the Jahari window, or how we see ourselves, how others see us, how we wish we were, how we really are. And those aren't necessarily the best picture or, or the same picture. And to get the best picture, you have to get impact or in, uh, input from others. But, uh, so there's a way that we might think that we are, that we aren't really. There's what you think you know about yourself that you don't necessarily know. And so um, the relationships with other people are really what give you a greater revelation into yourself. But you got to be open. You can't assume, I already know, this is the way I am. It's not, I, I can't learn anything more or I can't be wrong. Mm-hmm. You have to suspend that to be able to gain something new. Does this make sense? It makes a lot of sense. Uh, there's so many good points, Steve, especially what you said at the end when we have to stop saying to ourselves, there's nothing really more that I can learn because that is n- that is not true at all. We We learn every single day. And I say when we stop learning, we stop growing. When we stop growing... Mm-hmm. Stop living. It's like our spirit dies because there's no more to look forward to. There's no more hope. There are no more goals, dreams. What do we want to manifest into our lives? So we're always learning. We're learning from life experiences, learning from now. There's so much that we don't know that that we have no idea about. And there's so much to explore, so much to discover. So that's that's one that's one thing to always be open to learning, and that other people see us differently. Um, the way we see ourselves is not necessarily the way other people see us. Someone can see in you so much potential, so many good characteristics that you have no idea that they can see that. We grow up a certain way. We have certain beliefs about ourselves. So we're programmed that way. We're conditioned that way. So if a per- another person comes to you and says, you know, they believe in you and yet you have this potential and you start believing that yourself, you would be amazed at what you can accomplish. You would be amazed at the things that can manifest into your life. And so that's, you know, that's the second thing, like the belief, the belief of other people and not only that they can see the potential in you and that they're telling you what you can accomplish because they see in you what you can't see in yourself, um, but also oh. being open and being humble to have that person mentor you, to have that person guide you, to be open to criticism because it's not that they're judging you. It's that they they want to help you along the line. And so we have to be open to, to learning more about about ourselves, and we are going to discover many things because we stop. Somewhere along our lives, we just stop. We stop discovering and knowing who we truly are. So when we open that up, it's amazing things will definitely happen, as long as you have that faith and the belief in yourself. You you mentioned something earlier on, Marilyn, about where we're always learning, and the reality is, uh, though I totally understand where you're going with it, I, I believe a, a more accurate 
um, uh, expression of that was that we're always being taught, but all we're learning is the question, right? Because lessons, the lessons are all around us. Life is attempting to teach us things. Um, mm-hmm. Whether we're learning or not becomes a, uh, a conscious decision uh, of, of how we position ourselves to learn and a willingness to embrace the lesson that's being taught, right? So um, mm-hmm. if someone can express something to us about us, <clears throat> so we are being taught. <clears throat> the key is uh, it's what's our attitude of receptivity to what they're expressing and are we understanding it and embracing it towards change um, because that's what happens when something is, is actually learned, right? And the, the, the expectation is that there becomes new behavior, new action, a new end result based on, on that learning. But uh, mm-hmm. the lessons are there. There's, and I think we can adjust this ourselves. There's no shortage of lessons being taught in life. Right. There's a shortage of lessons being learned. And the reality is with life, there's no such thing as social promotions. If, in fact, you haven't learned the lesson, you'll be repeating it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have to ask ourselves, what, where, what areas of my life am I repeating the same lessons? Where, you know, the same type of people are coming into my life. The same type of circumstances continue to, uh, to uh, like a revolving door. Um, the question becomes, have we, have we really learned what has, what has been taught? And if we haven't, what's blocking it? Right. What if, if, if the lessons are being taught, what's blocking me from learning it? And uh, what, what came up is that it, it could be our presumption of knowledge already uh, of the way something should be, the way someone should be, the way something should come happen for us. It doesn't happen that way. And because of that, we reject, we push back against it, and we don't get the very thing that we want, whether mm-hmm. that's relationship, whether that's some sort of resource, whatever the case, case might be. So we have to be conscious of uh, are, are we, uh, how, how open are we to being able to receive beyond what we, what we presently have. Right? And um, so certainly the, uh, you, you also said that people see in you what you may not see in yourself. Mm-hmm. So, um, again, that, that, that window, uh, if you ever walked out of the house and you've uh, put something on and then you have someone who is a friend, <laughs> and I guess mm-hmm. they're certainly a friend because some people aren't your friend and they're going to tell you the truth. They let you walk down the street looking crazy, right? <laughs> but but about somebody's your friend, they're going to tell you the truth. You know, I think uh, the book of all wisdom, wisdom and knowledge talks about the faithful are the wounds of a friend. Right, so someone may say something to you that may hurt you. Um, however, it wasn't meant for the purpose of hurting you; it was meant for the purpose of, of helping you. But if you want, uh, if you're not open to learning that lesson, if there's something about you that doesn't allow people to tell you the truth, then you will never learn that truth. Right. So, right. the 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 point to this all has to do with uh, ensuring that we don't do things. We don't self-sabotage by blocking ourselves uh, based on past knowledge or unwillingness to learn the lesson that's, that's being taught. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great, Steve. Uh, something just came, I don't know, something just came to my mind when you said, um, you know, we have to 
uh, let go of that and let go of that, um, you know, those thoughts that we have that may not be true. But another thing that came into my mind was uh, when I had the aspect of fear that perhaps the person um, not only not believing in themselves or not being humble enough to open up to to learn and just uh, be open to self-criticism, that sometimes even fear will get in the way because we fear all the time. We're gonna, it's always going to be there. So it's how do we deal with it? We're going to fear people that are close to success are fearing the success. People that are close to failure are feeling failure, are fearing the failure. So it's just, you know, and, and then I always say the fear comes from our ego because we can come from a place of the ego. We can come from a place from the spirit. So if we, if we become aligned with our, our spirit, because we're, we're our, you know, there's the ego, there's the spirit. So we have to get to know the different parts of ourselves. So what is my ego telling me? And you know, to let go of that ego, release that ego, and just come from a place of love and a spirit that's, you know, deep down inside of you. And it's a totally different place. And I had an experience recently with someone that uh, was very stressed and couldn't figure out things in the morning and how to respond to emails and because person just wasn't clear because of the stress and that all that comes from the ego. So we did a little exercise, taking a deep breath and making a shift into, okay, you're here because you are talented and you're here to serve others. So it's not about making the sale. It's not about, it's not about that. It's about, it's not about you getting something from someone it's about you giving and when you make that shift and you start thinking that way that I'm here to serve I'm here to love what I do I'm here to use my talents not to get not 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 to get something from someone it's not about that when we make it about the other person and we make that shift it's a total different energy and it's and then that's when things just begin to flow and things begin to open up and it's it's a really, um, I don't know, it's, it's it's just a really great thing. And, when, and I saw the shift happen, and it was just amazing. And the person felt so much better. And it's just, you know, having that mindset and making that shift. Yeah, I believe it's it's necessary. And, and, and notice the counterintuitive nature of it because, you know, there, there are six needs of the human ego. Um, we don't have time for the six needs of the human ego, but, but one, one of the – so a couple of needs of human ego is the, is the need for information, right? The, people want to know why, and that's, that's one of the right. questions, again, that, that children can ask all the time, why, why, why. Um, the, the need to be right is part of the need of human ego. People don't like being told they're wrong, which is why the word no or rejection creates an issue for us as human beings. It's, it's counterintuitive to the nature of a human being, yet, it's our willingness to push push against that. You know, the irony is when we again the Book of Old Wisdom and Knowledge talks about that. It, it seems opposite of the way that things normally are. The way up is down. The way to be um, praised is to serve. I mean, it's so it seems almost opposite, but it's our willingness to to do that uh, right. to be led by our spirit, very much as as you, as you said, Marilyn, uh, and not be led by circumstances. Um, or the the opinion of others mm-hmm. uh, as to how we should do things. There there is there is a voice that that operates inside of us um, that uh, attempts to to lead us towards the solution, uh, and we've got to be we've got to be open to that. We've got to be open and willing.
going to, to hear it. But here's the thing. The more you deny it, the less you hear it. Right. The more you de- deny that voice, the less sensitive you are to hear it. And um, which, again, lends itself to am I, am I learning the lessons that are being taught? Have I put myself in a position to? So, again, if you take into consideration uh, coming from the place of your spirit rather than your ego, Mm-hmm. It's so this stuff that we express is simple, but not necessarily easy. It does require right. conscious intent um, and uh, specific action to bring about the the state or the the result that we are ultimately we ultimately looking for. Okay. I think that we need to ask ourselves in any given moment that, you know, whether we're feeling stressed that we have to make a decision or we're on a crossroad and we just need to stop and say, what's getting in my way. And it's always the ego. It's always the ego because from the ego is what creates the fear. It creates the anxiety. It creates the worry. The spirit just creates. The spirit does not compete. The ego competes. So that's what's creating the worry and the stress and the anxiety. And we come from the spirit and the spirit is just creating and you're loving what you're doing because that's coming from your spirit and from your inspiration. And so we need to stop and ask ourselves, wait, am I operating from my ego or am I operating from my spirit? And just ask yourself that question and just say and say a prayer, I want to I want to live from my spirit. Start your morning that day. I try to do that every morning. I want to live from my spirit and not from my ego. And I ask for divine guidance so that everything around me and all the circumstances, everything will just flow. That that person that I need at, at that moment is it's going to show up and I don't have to worry and I don't have to struggle that it will just happen effortlessly. Just the way the universe is just orchestrated so perfectly that my day will just flow perfectly. And it's not always going to be perfect. Of course not, but it's how we approach it and how we look at it and what is our perspective and life could be so different. It's all about how we look at it and our perspective. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, your point is that you're really correct. Uh, what, what do you allow to to shape your perspective? If, if your perspective um, is what impacts things across the board, who or what do you allow to shape that perspective? Circumstances or the, the spirit that that is in that's inside of you? And and clearly, it needs to be the the latter of the two. You talked about that aspect of fear, and we've all heard that you know acronym for fear. Um, right, and, and adding to those many that exist, uh, so you can either operate from uh, forget everything and run, or face everything and rise. And the difference between those two will clearly be what your your perspective is on yourself, uh, what it is that, uh, that that is guiding you, what you ultimately want, uh, and what you're willing to be. Uh, open to, to, to learn, suspend what you already know to, else that you're able to, to learn to be able to get you to that place that you ultimately, that you ultimately want to be. Mm-hmm. Well, um, looks like we are uh, pretty much at the end of our time. Any last-minute uh, comments or thoughts, Marilyn? Um, 
Um, well, the the one last thing I want to say is that we, when we do all of these things that we're talking about and coming from that place of spirit and, you know, following what we truly want to do and coming from that place of love, that we can manifest anything into our lives. And it's not, it's not impossible because when we come from that place of spirit and we become aligned and we just, everything just starts flowing the way it's supposed to flow, we can manifest anything and create anything that we want to in our lives. We have to declare it. We have to think it, visualize it, and it will manifest it. But it has to first, we have to first create it in our minds because if you don't create it in our minds, it's not going to create in the external world. So we have to create it in our minds first. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, the, the, the invisible that, that brings the visible in, into, into play. Right? That's mm-hmm. good. I appreciate that. And the, you know, I was uh, sharing with a good, good buddy of mine was reminding me of the truth of the fact that whatever you, whatever you seek to save, you got to be willing to lose, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so the direct application for that is um, whatever it is that we want to be willing to know, right? You have to be willing to release what you feel you already knew. Um, uh, and, and ultimately, that's what allow you to be able to, to get embrace to have do and be and be more manifest what it is that you ultimately ultimately want well again Marilyn thank you so much for for being in sorry for falling out on you a little bit earlier today (laughs) you've done uh, a great job in in, in filling in really you as well and uh, our listening audience thank you for being a part of another session Uh, I hope you got some value we look forward to being back with you again next time on Paradigm Shifters Principles for Life and Success. Everyone take care. God bless. All the best. God bless. Bye now. That's our show for today. So until next time, keep it real, listen, learn, and live. On that number, and it was NG. So it wasn't until, uh, Aurelia, you sent me the, the... the 2319 number that uh, I was able to get back on. So thank you, and my apologies. Can you hear me? It all worked out. Yeah. Okay. Okay, great. So um, I guess, you know, you guys can text me or email me your thoughts and stuff, whether or not you want to move forward in this the other direction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Real, real quick, really. So it would be a, a one, the same thing, like once a month, half hour, like this? No. No. What no. would it be? No, it will be thirty. It may be thirty minutes to an hour, and it'll be every week. Oh, every week. Oh, I like that. Or maybe every day. <laughs> it all depends. <laughs> you laughing? Yeah, you know why I'm laughing. Why? <laughs> Once a month is challenging me. <laughs> <laughs> well, just read over the stuff and, and you know. <laughs> hold on one second. Hold on. Hold on. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.